You are listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast, sponsored by Natural Stacks. If you're into biohacking, performance, or getting more out of life, this is the show for you. For more on building optimal performance, check out OptimalPerformance.com. Please head over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, let us know how much you like the show. All right, happy Thursday, all you optimal performers. I'm your host, Ryan Muncy, and today we are talking with one of our newest and biggest Natural Stacks fans, the one and only Andy Dick. Andy, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you so much. So let's, let's tell our listeners how this podcast came to be. Um, we met you at the Bulletproof Conference a few weeks ago uh, in Los Angeles. Um, unbeknownst to us, you had recently found our products and are a huge fan. Yep. I was taking Siltap. Okay. That was it. Okay. But I had heard about all the other products and uh, wanted to try all of them now. So since then, I've tried. Here, I brought my little box Uh-oh. that I keep hidden. Don't tell my roommate Dylan. Well, you just told him. No, but I don't. No, he probably will be watching. <laughs> <laughs> Forget. I have to. I'm going to rehide them. But okay. basically, uh, I take this. Maybe you can explain to me what I'm taking because I loved Siltep so much. I can feel it. I can right. feel it in my mind, body, and soul. If it's not a synergistic kind of mind, body, soul thing, like if I don't feel it, I move on to something else. And with Siltep, I, I felt it. Okay. So then I'm kind of blindly taking all of your, or a lot of your, I take this. Okay. okay. Branch chain amino acids. So those are great for recovery. And with the workout kick that you're on now, we will get you taking those after your workouts. I'm always on a workout kick, and I'm always in recovery. <laughs> Branch chains are perfect for that. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Do you know that I, on um, November 22nd, so that's a cu- in a couple weeks. I two, don't know when this is going to air, but. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, a one one two two eleven twenty two. That's when I'll have one year of sobriety. That is, just that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, and, and, and honest to God, your products are helping me. Well, that, that really means a lot to us. And, and that's what I think this is a story of, you know, redemption and, and recreation. So I want to talk to you about how, what, what goes through your mind as you come up on a one-year anniversary? That's weird. That, I mean, it, it's, uh, I guess it's a, it's a question that I'm going to get asked a lot. I've had, in my life, I've had... Uh, bouts of a year before. I've also had, one time I had two and a half years, two and a half years. That's when I was doing the Andy Dick show and, uh, you know, kicking ass, basically. Yeah. Uh, this other, I, ha- I would have nine months, six months, three months. Like I said, I had one year, one time before. That's when I had an ankle bracelet that monitors alcohol. So it was illegal for me to drink alcohol. No, and I, and I was tagged like an, like a wild animal. Right, that's what I'm laughing about. Yeah, I, I, think I know that's... it's it was ridiculous. Even Lindsay Lohan only had that thing on for three months. I had it on for fucking. Can I swear? <laughs> sure. You're, you're yeah. getting worked up. No, no, we, we we've had guests swear before, and and okay. we'll just we'll just warn our viewers that this one has explicit language. Oh, that's you, you know you know what you signed up for when you see Angie Dick in the title. Right, that's right. A lot of it will get spammed out just because <laughs> of my name. <laughs> 
you try to send this to your viewers, it'll that's, won't that's, get that, it. that is great. I, you know, I hadn't even thought about that. It's we, true. It's going to say dick, and it'll go right to their trash. <laughs> it shouldn't, because this is going to be a nice interview. We're already on a, on a roll. Yeah. So basically, I had, um, I'm trying to see, because now I can hear myself a little better if I yeah. put it on the lens. So. Yeah, do that. Um, the one year when I had the ankle thing, though, I don't, that really, that one really uh, didn't count because I did not want to be sober. I was being told and forced by law to be sober. And um, not only that, about nine months into it, somebody said, you know, that, that ankle thing doesn't test for or cannot detect marijuana. And I said, why the fuck didn't somebody tell me this on day one? And so I immediately dove into a vat of marijuana and was smoking the rest of the time. I really basically was not sober. Emotionally, I was a wreck. I was trying to shoot this new pilot for Comedy Central. It was a disaster. Then I started smoking exorbitant amounts of, of pot. And, and, it, and I'll tell you, when they released me, back into the wild <laughs> and they took the ankle thing off. I went right across the street to a bar and had some wine. So like off to the races day one. So the difference with this year is like night and day. I have had a year of not only sobriety but actual recovery where I'm working on myself, mind, body, and soul. And that's where your products, I'm not kidding, come into play. I feel great. Look, look, let me show you where I'm at. I, I, this thing is on wheels. So I'm like in a place. I put up a little light system over there for me just that for this cool. interview. I, I've never done a Skype interview before. I've always, I've done them where other people are talking to me on one of on my shows or whatever. I have a little studio set up here. I'm glad we but, could be uh, your first. I love it. So, and, but I was going to say that the, I'm, I'm at a, um, a recovery center. I live in a sober, I put myself in a sober living. I don't know if you know that. I, I live in a place called Soba, S-O-B-A in Malibu. Okay. So, I, sir, I saw the hashtag and I thought maybe that was just the way you said Soba Nights. Yo, yo, I'm Soba. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, an actual facility that okay. people can, it's a treatment center. Okay. And there's a 30-day treatment center, then there's a, a middle 30-day thing, and then I live in the, the villas now, which is the long-term sober living where basically you, you, you have therapy, you have groups, and, and you pee in a cup and you breathalyze every night. Well, you know, one of the things that we've talked about with other guests in whatever your pursuit is to surround yourself with like-minded individuals, people on the same path, and that's exactly what you've done. Yeah. Yeah. So, in sobriety and with you right now. Yeah. So when, when we met you, we, we, we took this goofy picture holding a whole bundle of products. And you know, seeing you in person, you look like you radiate health to steal uh, Andy Nilo's quote. And um, you know, nice. so many comments, people said, you know, wow, he looks so different. He looks great. What's been the hardest part for you in, like, say, say the evenings, you know, when, when maybe you would have gone to the bar? or The ate- hardest part. This is something I'd say. The hardest part of sobriety is the not drinking part. <laughs> okay, buddy. Right, right. Look, not, not a day goes by. I am not exaggerating. Not one motherfucking day goes by where I don't think it would be nice to have a little glass of wine. I think that that's one of the reasons that it's great to have you on the show. I mean, yet, you know, when you say, hey, you're signing up to listen to Andy Dick, you know you're going to laugh. But you're overcoming, you're battling and you're overcoming 
your demons. And we have. And it's a- weird that you say that because I was thinking about how people say that. People say demons, this, that, this, de- demon, demon. And I always thought that. I thought about this literally about three hours ago. <laughs> and it was the first time in my whole life where, where I had to kind of, and I'm turning 50, okay, next month, by you, the way. You don't look 50. Thanks, but I mean, <laughs> and I don't, certainly don't act 50, but, but I'm turning 50 and all this time when people say, oh, he battles these demons and this and that, I'm always like, oh, they don't know. I don't really battle and it's not a big deal to me. But today was the first day where I had to kind of cave in, give in and say, you know what? This is a bigger fucking demon that I can even express. And yes, I, I could start crying right now thinking that it's, it's well, kind of mind-boggling how, how massive a thing it is because it is all-consuming. It, it really is. And I think, like I, like I say, there are many people listening who maybe for them it's food. Maybe they're overeaters or you know, maybe they go to, uh, I, I don't know, it could be anything. But Poor houses. Right, right. I mean, alcohol, drugs, food. Well, speak for yourself, Ryan. <laughs> but it's... I saw you at the chicken ranch. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's a whorehouse. It's the best okay. little whorehouse in, in Vegas. In okay, Nevada. okay. No, so, I've, never, I've never been there. So, uh, you know, when you say every single day you want to drink, what are some strategies that you use on the day-to-day basis? And country place. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you know the best little whorehouse in Texas? It's great musical. I, I, don't, I don't. So what are my, what, my day-to-day routines? Well, not necessarily your routine, but like a strategy when, when you have the urge or the craving. How do you, how do you all, get out of that moment? Here, I had to play a game with myself. And I, there's construction going on in here, by the way. I, I thought somebody was knocking. I had to play. I, I just listened. I listened to a lot of podcasts. And I was listening to one talking about successful people uh, and, and, and one of the things that they do is they turn life or whatever they're doing into a game. Now, I didn't, I just listened to that. But a year ago, I kind of had to turn this sobriety thing into, I had to find some way to do it and make it fun for myself because I have another joke that isn't even mine. I heard it before, but getting sober is easy for me. I've done it a thousand times. <laughs> you know? So here I am getting sober again, but what is going to be different, Andy? What am I going to do different, Mr. Man? You know, so I had to, what I did is I'm like, you know what is prevalent and in my face every day and yours too, you can't help it, are hashtags. There's hashtag this, hashtag modern family, hashtag natural stacks, hashtag Siltex, hashtag Nexus, hashtag all this, everything, whatever people want you to contemplate or think about, they put a hashtag in front of it. So I'm like, I'm going to come up with some hashtags that have me, first of all, stay sober. So my first one was hashtag sober, hashtag sober. I stayed there for three months. I just contemplated that hashtag sober. What does that mean? Well, I'm not going to drink. Okay. Okay. I feel like drinking. Oh yeah, but hashtag sober. So you're not going to drink. So now what? Um, now I'm going to kind of go crazy and I'm, I'm frustrated and anxious and I'm, I'm squirrely and I want to drink. I want to drink. What's the deal? Oh, remember, hashtag sober. You're not going to drink. And then I had to turn, I had to get a new hashtag. The second hashtag, which came pretty quick, was hashtag stay put. Stay put. And that's why I'm still here. 
All the five hashtags I've been using all year go into a circle, and I'm still here in this facility, staying put, staying sober. The next one is go, hashtag go with the flow, which could be dangerous because once you're going with the flow, you know, there's some fun things to be done in here. I can set up a studio. I can stay here, stay put, but yet go with the flow with my life. I like to do shows. I like to do this, do little scenes. I'll, I'll set up a studio. So now I'm going with the flow, but, but don't, that, that's more in the next hashtag, don't drift. Because going with the flow, you become a leaf in a, in a breeze that could be a tornado, and then you're just everywhere. Or going downstream, and now you're just, you know, like going with the flow, you've got to not drift. Yes. You have to have, a, you have, to have some kind of anchor that, that keeps you true to who you are and what your purpose is. Exactly. Some direction, something, something. And then my last one is just back to make a decision. Like start something, start something, or stop something, which goes back to full circle, hashtag sober. Hashtag sober was me stopping something. And, and that's another, and this is a weird, this is a little a gem because I listen to a lot of podcasts that, that talk about happiness in, for some reason, not trying to, but all these health and fitness podcasts, yours included, Happiness comes up because I think that's a common denominator with what we all kind of want. So a lot of these things are like, what makes us happy? And this one person one time said, you know what, what, what can make you happy is making a decision. It actually puts dopamine into your system and you're, you're happy just to say, you know what? I'm making a decision today. And for me, it was hashtag sober. I'm going to stop drinking. And then you stick with it. It could be, you know what? I'm going to make the decision today to start drinking. And then you can be happy and it could be whatever you want. Just making a decision and not waffling and not like, you know, flim, like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, like a flimsy, like that's, there's, that's no man's land. Making a decision. And that's what the last hashtag is. Make a decision. And it's back into sobriety. But then you have to stay put. Then you have to kind of go with the flow. Because it's the, the one go with the flow after stay put came to me because I was staying put in this facility, but then I got the opportunity to work with Ben Stiller in Rome on Zoolander 2. And that just threw me off going, no, I can't leave here because remember, hashtag stay put, hashtag stay put. (laughs) Then I'm like, no, but hashtag go with the flow of life. You can stay put. I can stay put in my sobriety while I go with the flow. I'm all the way in Rome having a great time, you know. So is there truth to that? Is there a Zoolander 2 coming out? Yeah. That makes me so happy. You're going to love it. Everybody's in it. I have such a tiny, I mean, I'm grateful and thank God. I'm I'm going to Ben Stiller's birthday party next week in in New York. He's also turning big 5-0. Now, when you you travel and you go to an event like that, does it get more difficult? Yeah, of course. I I might not go. I was telling you I'm going. There's still a chance I might not go because of that. Okay. It's especially because this will be the first trip I go on solo. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm all alone. And that, I look, I don't trust myself. I really don't. That's why I'm in this facility. That's why I let them breathalyze me and I pee in a cup happily. Where's the cup <laughs> I'm ready to pee? I love it because there's a paper trail of me being and staying sober because I'm so open like this you know the way i act and the way i am i've always been like this that people are like oh he's on something there's so, there he is that kid is not sober <laughs> a first of all i'm not a kid and b i'm fucking sober and i have the 
the sign documents. When I pee in a cup, when I breathalyze, somebody has to sign something and I have to sign it. We both sign it together. And this has been going on for a fucking year. Excuse my language. You're good. You're good. So we talked a little bit about how you, how you got started on this path. You're a year in. Do you find yourself when, when you need that moment of, of clarity or that anchor point, is it still the original or are you now looking forward? Are you looking to the next phase of your career or your life and saying, I want to be at my best so that I can do this? Or Yes, you have. I have to. I, I'm going to assert that a person has to or and I already was at this point, lay down and die. If you're not going to do that, you might as well lay down and die, which I'm going to assert also that I think a lot of people do that. I, was, I, I can only speak from, from experience and for myself, but I was at a point well, turning 50 next month where I kind of have already been there, done that. And if I don't create something bigger and better and more fun in the future, I might as well. And I was starting to prep myself and my family and friends that I think I'm out. I think I'm done. I'm going to be six feet under soon. A lot of my friends are, and, and they died even way earlier than I, at, at my age. My parents were dead at about my age. It's about the time to die. I'm, I'm not feeling it anyway. So sayonara. It's been nice. Let's go. I'm out. And, but then you, if you don't find that, not only will to live, but like you said, you have to kind of create something bigger than yourself and work towards a, a goal. I, I don't care what it is. And 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 I'm I, I started over. I took my my etch a sketch of life, shook it, and I'm and and I'm like a clean slate. It it took a year. It's been like I said, coming up next week. It'll be one year of sobriety where I've done oh nothing but self care. I go to the beach every day. My friend Dylan, the same guy who loves to dill me on, <laughs> on my supplements, he said the best thing. He said, the best nootropic is the beach. Yes. And it really is. I, go, I just came from there. So I, I'm, I'm on the beach at, for at least an hour, upwards of five or six hours a day. And it's, there's something magical and mystical. It's, it's hard to be... Uh in a bad mood or, or to be unhappy when you're at the beach that often. Yeah. It's just the best. Where do you live by the way? Where, where I'm in Virginia, pretty much on the Appalachian trail. Oh, that's cool. So that's it's, like it's, mountains and green yes. and the air is so fresh. I, yes. I, I believe that the, that air quality is of the utmost importance. That's another great thing about Malibu where I'm at, not only the beach Malibu, I, I guess I, from what I've heard juts out into the ocean to the point where there's these four, winds that come in and it's the freshest air in all of Southern California. Supposedly, I don't know if this is true, but air quality, sun, the beach, the negative ions of those waves crashing in the sounds, the there's a, you know, it's just, just nature in general. It's those spark things. I think on such a yeah, core DNA level that we try to, to <laughs> read that with that, this, Shit works though. Yeah. Like this in combo with, I wish I had, I, you guys weren't around when I was 20, <laughs> you, you know, but I wish this stuff was around when I was 20. Maybe I wouldn't have had to go down that path of torment and torture and pure, pure, unadulterated hell 
from substance abuse. I'm not kidding. Right. Let me tell you to your, the audience, if there's anybody out there suffering from what I suffer from currently, you know, substance abuse. I'm not currently drinking or using drugs, but I still, you know, want to. And my brain is overactive. I think it taught, I, I, I think faster than I can even talk. And this stuff helps me, man. Mm-hmm. It helps. It's, it's not, it does, it's not, they don't, it doesn't calm you down. It gives me this even keeled, good <laughs> feeling. How do you describe it? Well, it, I think it depends on the neurochemical environment in each of our heads. We all have different environments. So different, like snowflakes. And, yeah, and and the that's one of the ideas with the brain food line that we have is we will produce a brain food product. Right now, you have dopamine and serotonin. That's all that we have on the market right now. Uh, it's going to be a white bottle. Um, yeah, I have those. I don't. Here's this is. Yeah, this I have is, both of those. Yep. I took um, one time before a, sh- a show, which, yeah. by the way, I'm going to be performing tonight. Are you? Maybe I should take them. What was your – you stacked them up for me. What, what should I take to go – I'm going to go on stage tonight about 10 o'clock at night. Take Silt Up to stay focused, and then the serotonin will just, like you said, kind of mellow you out and help you be even. But, but Silt Up, is, it says right on there – First thing in the morning. So I already took this. And okay. it says not more than three. I already took yep. If you've already taken it today, you're I good. I took that. Mm-hmm. So what, with the serotonin and dopamine, how many of each? The dose is one to three. The dopamine is going to kind of give you that kick in the pants, the, the urge. Like you said, when you make a decision, you get that dopamine hit and your body says, or your brain says, oh, that was good. Let's do more of that. Let's do more of that. You do not strike me as a person who is short on dopamine. So I think for you, taking serotonin will, as you said, kind of mellow you out and allow your brain to slow down enough so that your mouth can keep up with it, which is important on stage. Okay. So three serotonin? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'll do tonight. Yep. So, and then the other ones I take, like I said, this one, and then this one, the creatine. Yes. These are what I take. I took this before I went running on the beach. And then when I got back an hour and a half later yep. to, to do your interview, I yep. took them again. Book in your workouts with those and you'll be good to go. I feel great. You don't even know. I'm a, I wish a lot of my friends are millennials. They're in their early 20s because there's a lot of recovering addicts in their early 20s. I'm pretty much the oldest person. It's just sad, but hey, it's what the fuck, you know, I'm not six feet under. So... I hang around with a lot of these millennials and they make fun of me because, you know, I'm old or whatever, but <laughs> I wish I could snap my fingers, right, and see where they would be at my age at 50 because they don't eat well. They don't take the proper supplements. They eat just like pure shit. And it would be so great to see where they're at, yeah, you know, yeah. where, where I am now. Look at how good I am. Did you see that before when I... No, okay. you, you did not. You did not pull your shirt up when we were in person. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Natural Stacks. My abs are stacked up. <laughs> that might be our best testimonial ever. Right. So, Actually, those aren't my abs. Those are my ribs. I'm just <laughs> no, those are abs. Those are abs. All right. So, Andy, you you mentioned 
that you've got to have this drive and, and you've got big things coming up. What's next for you? Everyone does. What are you, what are you working on though? What's next for but you? Here's the thing. Here's my trick. And here's a take this or leave it. I don't care. I'm doing it for myself. I, like I said, lost my love of what the fuck am I doing this for? Why? If, if, peop, if the, people aren't buying what I'm selling, I'm closing the store kind of thing. Um, that wasn't true. I was warped. I had that, that uh, career dysmorphia. I said, I pretty much said, let me take a year off, everybody. I don't really want to work. I want to do self-care, mind, body, and soul. I'm going into a facility. I would tell people I'm not allowed to leave, even though I was, just so I could say no to certain mm-hmm. projects that sucked. Right. right. Now, in this year, I've done five different projects because I couldn't say no, and I'd be an idiot to say no, Zoolander 2 being one of them. Judd Apatow's new Netflix show, I shot that. It'll be out next year. The weird thing is most of these things are all coming out next year, and at the same month, it'll look like all of a sudden I'm <laughs> working my ass off. But really, it's been all year, little things here and there. I did Comedy Bang Bang. I did Mark Maron's show. That already did come out. And I just did uh, Workaholics, which is great. So like yeah. all these things. So I did all those. But, but, but you're asking me what I plan on doing for myself in the future. I am resorting. Not, I don't like the word resort. I am going back to, in order to go forward in, in terms of I'm, I'm not only 10 years old again buying my first Super 8 <laughs> camera. I'm also 18 again moving to Chicago finding acting and I'm an actor again. And I'm, so I'm rolling up my sleeves, getting equipment, making a studio. And I'm going to be doing these little weird little nightly shows from here called, you know, something like nightly night, night, night with Andy Dick or Andy Dick nightly or nighttime. Whatever. Who cares? It's just like, (laughs) All those shows from the beginning of, of television with Jack Parr. As soon as the first TV came on, there was a show with a guy sitting there talking to another guy with a skyline of a cityscape behind him. And that format has not changed at all. <laughs> Every, you know, Fallon and that new English bloke. Who is that guy? Like, where did he come from, by the way? I don't know. Huh? Like, there's all these other people is. that are from our country. And then. <laughs> This is because that's like an institution that that nighttime talk. He's and we got some English. I don't know. He's funny though. I I did see some. I saw one last night where he does this driving along karaoke thing, and he was really funny and talented. But anyhow, so what I'm saying is that's what I'm doing. So I'm going to do Andy Dick's version of that nighttime talk show format. But guess what? I don't have NBC breathing down my neck. I don't have sponsors that are going to say, "Can you not say?" <laughs> You complete that. That's a little too hard. But you know what I mean? I'm, not, I'm allowed to do and say whatever I want. And I've already adjusted my Facebook and my uh, YouTube page, which hasn't come out yet, all these little things. All the, my show will be coming out live. I have the ability, Ryan. Let me show you. You're coming out live on this? It's live. This equipment that we got. On what? YouTube platform? and all that. Okay. This thing here. Whoops, where'd you go? I'm right here. Hang on. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Can you see this thing? Yes. Not this, this. Is, this thing here allows you to go live on YouTube. This stuff is still being set up. Whoops. There's my 
password how to do it. And it, we're, we've been setting this up for months. It, it looks like it all came in today. It does. But, but it's not. Like I'm, the, with, all the, with the boxes that come in, I take them. Like here's the computer box right here, right? And here, here's some of the other boxes of stuff that came in. I draw little windows on them, okay? Yeah. And then I cut them out. Okay. Do you see what I'm doing? Yes. Then I paint them black. And then this oh my gosh! <laughs> Those are your buildings. My cityscape <laughs> yeah. with these Christmas lights over there in the corner in each fucking building. It's all that is, just I. I know I'm like a kindergartner again, putting on po- sock puppet plays. <laughs> and well, this is fun for me. I'm like a kid again. That's yeah. that's I wanted to ask you like oh, what, one more thing yeah. before you ask me. And this yeah. is the fun thing for me is that when you do a show like those other people that are doing the real. They're doing real shows with real sponsors, and they're getting paid. Number one, I'm not going to get paid. I'm not doing it for that. I want, I, it's my natural calling to do this, so I'm doing it for free. I want to have fun. And with that, I can have any guests I want on. You can come on. When they have their shows, they have to have somebody on that is in the news or that has a movie coming out. And those people aren't always necessarily interesting or fun or even feeling it that day. Right. And so we have to, we as an audience has to watch these people and this guy doesn't even want to be interviewing him and he doesn't even want to be there anyways. And his movie, he hates his movie and this is bullshit. Mine is much more like, who wants to come? If you want to come, I want you here. And guess what? If I don't want to be here, I'll probably still be here anyways. But if I don't, you know, somebody else can take my spot tonight because I ain't feeling it. You know, that may be one of the reasons that podcasting has become so popular. Yeah, People so have the ability to talk about what they want to talk about with who they want to talk about. Target it to the audience who's interested in that. Yes, and when they want to talk about it. Like exactly. You and, I, you and I, we it's not that we weren't feeling it, but we were like, there, there was, I couldn't do it, then you couldn't do it. You, you run a gym, by the way. What is that all about? I do. It's called House of Strength. Like and we that. do cool stuff like flip tires and lift kegs and get adults, we help them get abs like you. And, you know, we, we make... the kind of workout you have to do. You have to do stuff like that where... Where it, it's like back in the day when we used to be carrying grain, you know, sacks of potatoes or whatever the fuck, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, we have to be doing that. I wish there was a gym like that around here. Uh, I'm pretty sure there are. There probably is. We can. We'll find you one. I'm gonna go to Soul Cycling tomorrow. I'm gonna try that out. Tell us That's about. Good. Tell us about your fitness routine. You were telling us a little bit when we saw you I in person. Try- I'm always changing it up, but I, uh, lately my new, new, new thing is I'm doing my own, <laughs> my own version of dick cycle. I go to the gym and I go on the, the bicycle thing, the stationary cycle for 45 minutes up to an hour, and I just do interval. I made this shit up where, and I listen to great music that gets me, that you know, lifts me up and makes me happy, or I'll listen to a podcast. And what I do is I'll do a minute at um, 100 RPMs, all level 12, a minute, 100 RPMs, then a minute of whatever until I catch my breath, 50, 60, 70, just like, okay. And then when another minute is up, a minute of it. So a minute off, a minute on, a minute off, a minute off, a minute off for a fucking hour, dude. So I do that, interval training, right? Then I do... Um, what I was doing early on <coughs> this year of sobriety was I was going online because I would always say, I don't, I just don't feel like, and I don't have an hour to, I just don't have an hour today. 
So I'd go online and I wrote 10 minute workout at you on YouTube, 10 yeah. minute workout. There's so many 10 minute, you never really have an excuse to no. not work. Yeah. No. You can just do a 10 minute thing. And even 10 minutes is, is not zero. It's better right. than nothing. So That's right. I would do these 10 minute ones and I started noticing a result. Cause when I came in here, I had this little belly and there's nothing worse than a skinny guy with a belly. It's like un- unattractive. So <laughs> Then, uh, so, but now I do that, that bicycling thing and, or run, walk on the beach. So the run, oh, oh, and here's my new thing. I go into the ocean. So I jump into the ocean and I swim down the, you know, the shore and I measured it with my car on the outside where it's an, it's a mile. So I swim a mile. Then I, with flippers, because flippers is, uh, gives you a little bit of a harder workout it's, and it's, it's quicker, so, but it's harder to kick and you're, it's just fast and fun. So I swim a mile, get out, hold my flippers and run back, run, walk, run, walk. And, but I mean sprint. I sprint till it feels like my lungs are going to collapse and then I walk until I catch my breath and as soon as I catch my breath, I sprint again. So I do that. And then the only thing I do with weight training is my body weight. I do three different kinds of pull-ups. I was telling you, I think that day, this way, yes. this way and this way. And then I do push-ups, this, wide, and then that one where you lift, which you just put your head, like your butt's way up in the air. Yeah, like a pipe. That's all I do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now, we'll go back to, uh, I want to hear about your creative process. I think we, we just saw a glimpse of it for your, your own nights with Andy Dick, but... When you like when we met when when we met in L.A., you were preparing. That wasn't one of the titles, but I like that. Nights with Andy, maybe, and then I'll put a K in front of it, like nights. I want I want royalties if you use that. No, I'm kidding. Oh, it's yeah, yours. Get it royalties because it's a night <laughs> royal. Okay, yes. Go. See, but anyways, so what were you, my creative process no. like? What? Well, like, how is it? Word. Let me tell you something. My big word for the creative process is the word let. L E T. For me. The best way, it doesn't have to be this way, you can force things and sometimes you have to, but to have it be organic is the best way when you can let it come. So basically, and the best directors do this too, if you set the stage for yourself, mind, body, and soul, that's why this year of self-care has been the best thing for my creative process because I'm basically setting the stage in my mind, body, and soul for the creativity to regurgitate up and come up because I'm letting it come up. And and I'm so mind, body, and soul is all that exercise, all these supplements, eating impeccably, if you ask me, but also meditating. I meditate twice a day doing transcendental meditation. It's not a lot. That's just, it sounds overwhelming. It's really not. That takes three hours a day tops. Where so take us back, transcendental meditation. I love what, it. How do you do it? What do you notice from it? Transcendental meditation, I've been doing since I was 15. And I'm doing, I'm at my best in my world when I do it on a regular basis. It's that simple. And great people do it. You know, Howard Stern does it. Jerry Seinfeld does it. David Lynch does it. The Beatles used to do it. I've been running into Ringo Starr recently speaking of the Beatles he's there's only two left right yeah, yeah. Ringo Paul. and Paul McCartney yeah mm-hmm. but anyhow the um that's where I got the whole concept of letting the creativity come if if I can quieten my mind twice a day for only 20 minutes a day 
the, how I was taught to, to meditate was to let my mantra come. So there's no forcing. There's no trying. There's no effort. I sit there and if my, when I let, there's, there's, there's a discipline in that word let because you have letting something, there's some activity going on. You can't, it's not like waiting right. for it to come and it shows up. You're letting it. It's almost like, you know what I mean? There's, it's a strange word. You have to be, you have to keep the canvas blank and you have to be patient. Like that's the thing is that when, when thoughts come up, you let them come, but then you let them go and go, oh yeah, I'm, my, it, I'm meditating right now. So it's, 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 it's really about my mantra. So let the mantra come back in. Don't go, oh, thoughts are bad. Mantra good. It's not like that. Like, oh, there's those thoughts. Oh yeah. Oh, that's weird that it's the same thoughts I keep having. Okay. But anyways, remember we're meditating and it's this like gentle thing. And that's what it's like with the creative process. It's like when it's not fun doing this, I, I put the stop on it. This has taken three to six months and we're right on the verge of putting up these nightly shows. And if it's not fun, there won't be a show that night. <laughs> and I'm allowed to do that because yeah. there's sponsors. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. So tell us about preparing for workaholics. Cause I, I know when we were out there, you're talking about in that episode, you had to play three different characters. Like three different characters. Cause my character is Blake's old drama coach that he catches living out of his car, me. I'm living out of my car. I'm a meth head and I'm outside of a Narcotics Anonymous meeting. And he catches me all sketched out in my car. And he's saddened by the fact that I've given up acting and that he, uh, he could, because I inspired him when he, when, when I was teaching him acting. So he wants to in turn inspire me to get back into acting. So he does that. He takes me back to the community playhouse where that I, my character started this, this whole episode is paralleling my life like crazy. Although I was never meth head. It's, it, it was weird. It, it was, it was bittersweet. Like, Oh, these guys kind of looked up and they did because they love this movie I did called Division 3, and they would always tell me every time I'd bump into them. And I'm like, well, I love your guys' show, so why don't you put me on it? It was <laughs> that symbiotic and organic. Yeah. And after two years of running into them, literally two years, and them saying, oh, well, we're, we're writing a thing for you. And I'm like, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> they finally did, and it's this great character. Like I said, it's this acting coach that, that, that finds his... And it's really what's happening to me in my life right now. And you say, what did I do to prepare for that role? Uh, I lived for 49 years, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I, I went through it. And, and then basically it's that, that uh, Kafka quote. It's a really great quote. Oh, yeah, there, you should look it up. But it's Franz, F-R-A-N-Z, Kafka, where he talks about sitting at the table. He says, all you need to do is sit at the table and wait. He says, you don't even need to wait. You just sit there in silence and the world will ultimately unroll itself in all its ecstasy at your feet. And this year has been an experiment in that. And I've noticed that if I just turn inward, take care of my mind, body, and soul, you know, it's like that Matthew McConaughey commercial for Lincoln. (laughs) 
where he's sitting, and those things are hysterical, but I love them. They're weird. And he's like, there's one who's like, you know, you, you get to the point when you, where you realize taking care of yourself takes care of more than just yourself. And they're like, that's the truth. Like me taking care, sometimes I'm, I feel a little weirdly guilty that I'm in this facility where everything's taken care of and I don't have to worry about anything and I can go to the beach every day if I want. I wasn't doing that for the first three months. I'm like, wait, I live across the street from the beach and I'm not going to the beach? That's weird and dumb. So I started <laughs> going and going and I'm like, and now I love it. I'm never going to leave Malibu. And I suggest, highly suggest it for anybody whose brain is off. Once again, let me say, come to Soba. I'm, I'll be here, S-O-B-A. Because <laughs> there are people that are struggling, man. I look happy now, but I wasn't. A year ago today, I was going to die. That's not an exaggeration. And I didn't care. I was ready. I was, I was so miserable. I wanted to die. Like, hurry up. Let's die already. What, what pulled you out of that? I don't know. You know, you just kind of, it's that, it's that turning on a dime thing that I, I used to say that in the very, very beginning because you really can turn on a dime. So if anybody's listening right now, they're thinking, oh, I'm just way too deep into it. No, I was this far from dying. I was so deep into it that the next step was death. You can just about face, about face. You just turn around and you go 180 degrees the other way. You just turn around and you can really do that. And you just do it by hashtag sober. You just stop, you stop cold turkey. I had to go into the hospital. It was so cold turkey they had to give me medication, anti-seizure medication, so I, I wouldn't die from withdrawals, which people right. do. Right. Amy Winehouse died from withdrawals, supposedly. I don't know if that's true. But you can die. Yeah, you die from withdrawals mostly. And alcohol is one of the worst, mm-hmm. if not the worst. Yeah, absolutely. You can't even die from heroin withdrawals. You feel like shit. You think you're dying, but you can't even die from them, which is the weirdest thing because heroin seems like it's so hardcore. Right. So let's we're we're getting close to the edge of of time. Before yep. we wrap it up, how did you get introduced to Natural Stacks? What's your favorite product? But so a good friend of mine, Dylan Drews, introduced me to Natural Stacks. This kid is 22, 21, 23. He's he's a millennial. And yet he is so plugged into what the newest nutritional thing is and he told me about natural stacks he told me about this one siltap yep so oh okay and he also turned me on to uh david asprey and bulletproof and tim ferris i started listening to those podcasts and uh i when when a couple of different people are talking about one thing is when i'm like oh there's got to be something there and they were all talking about you guys so I'm like okay let's let's try that out and and I do my own thing that is constantly constantly changing like my workout routine so these thing all these are complete essentials oh this one I have not put in it's not even open yet but I haven't put it in in my smoothie I make this great smoothie can I tell you something that I make so these are are the best and now oh Where's the other one? Yeah, these are my two. These are my three things I take in the morning every day. Okay. Yep. 
So those uh, the Axon Labs products are from our the same co-founders with Natural Stacks, and then another guy Jesse from Smart Drug Smarts. I think these ones are miraculous. Honestly, I think if people found the this is a hidden gem secret. <laughs> it's almost like I don't even want people to know about it. But I think this would obliterate. We actually, we actually have the exact same line in the pre-made music that we roll in the beginning of the podcast. It's like, it's so good that I feel like I shouldn't even tell people about it or something like that. Really? I'm serious. So, okay, I must have heard that then because but the, thing about, the thing about these is I think if, like a lot of people who are, are suffering with addiction, I think this, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. I'm trying to get my, my girlfriend to take these because she wants to go back on um, like Adderall or Ritalin. Mm-hmm. But these are better. They're natural mm-hmm. and they help me focus, man. They make me feel good and help me focus. Well, first, can I? Yeah. I was going to say, if there's anything we can do to help you and, and her, just shoot us an email outside of the podcast and we'll see oh, what we can thanks. do. I love that about you. Can I tell you about this drink I make? Before Please do. Please do. Go? Yeah. So one of my newest things that I make, and I look forward to it every. I swear to God, I look forward to the mornings to take this. I, I'm right there with you. I do I too. Wait, right? Yeah. And I can't wait, and I feel it. Yeah. I'm like it's better. It's it's better than coffee, and it's not coffee. Coffee, <laughs> you feel, and you're like, wow, that's I'm, <laughs> that's not this. No. This like I take it, I don't feel anything. And I, and I really never do. There's never this jolt and spike in adrenaline or anything. But I feel fucking great all day long in yep. an even-keeled manner yep. that I can't describe. Uh, so anyhow, so I, that's, that is my favorite part of the day is waking up taking those. Then my next favorite part of the day is, has nothing to do with natural stacks, although sometimes I do take the other two with it. These two with it. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. My only question I had for you: Are these two better to take with fat, like like ghee or coconut oil? <laughs> no, not necessarily. Those you so can actually you can take those by themselves before and after a workout. You know how some things are better absorbed if they're taken with fat. Yes, those really are not. No, doesn't matter. Okay, good. Okay, that's good to know. So, so my drink that I make is. Um, consists of the hot the the I make herba mate mm-hmm. in the morning and I do a a a coffee enema that is half coffee half herba mate. I made that I made that one up. So I do that half and half um coffee herba mate insert in the back door. Okay. Yep. And then I then in the pot there's a little bit left of the green tea, herba mate. That in the middle of the day around five, six, seven o'clock at night, I take that herba mate. Sometimes I'll put a little splash of coffee, cold brewed coffee in it. And what I do is I I, I make in the morning a hot um, shilajit. Do you know what that is? No, that explain that. It's that stuff that comes from the top of the Himalayan mountains. That's that's minerals, it's dirt, and they extract it into, it looks like black tar heroin. You take a little scoop of this black tar, it's supposed to be an adaptogen. Then I take that, so it's, it's a shilajit, herba mate, sometimes the guayusa from gunpowder herb tea, 
Then I put in um, ghee, MCT, XCT, coconut oil, just a little bit of each of those oils, sometimes Udo's oil. So I put in five different oils. Then I put in monk fruit, a little monk fruit powder and a little xylitol and a scoop of spirulina. Okay, and I put that in my Vitamix. Yeah. That much. Oh, and I put in about five or seven whole cacao beans and I put a little half of a handful of cacao nibs and I put a little teaspoon of cacao powder. And you know how all that cacao is stimulating. Yeah. And I put all that with the tea and all those oils in this blender, Vitamix, and I, I turn it on, it blends up, I drink it, and it's phenomenal. Oh, and the, a little teaspoon of, of spirulina. That sounds great. Amazing, creamy, delicious, yummy, chocolatey, and it gives me, for the rest of the night, I just feel great. That's awesome. So, Andy, before we let you go, every guest has to answer this question. Your oh, top three tips to live optimal. I said it already. <laughs> Honest to God, everybody should jump on board with these. Right in the morning, wake up, take these. If, if you're not watching the video, he's holding up Siltep. Well, Siltep and the, the <laughs> Axamil, I guess yeah. you don't. Siltep is the one I started. <laughs> Once you see how powerful that shit is, you will move on to all the other products. Um, exercise every day. I don't care if it's at least 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. When you start having more and more energy, keep, just push yourself. Go more. Go. I did an hour and a half today. And you are dumb if you do not meditate. You're just downright dumb. I like that. I like that. So before we let you go, Andy, mm-hmm. on a most genuine and sincere note, I, I am very happy for you. You seem very happy and you seem like you are on the right path. Personally, I wish you nothing but continued success. And as part of Natural Stacks, we're happy to be a part of this journey for you. And we wish you continued success. Thank you for coming on the show. And good luck tonight. Um, One thing that I wanted to say earlier that I thought of when you were talking about taking this year for yourself and, and feeling guilty. We've had a podcast guest on who is a mentor of mine. And he said, that you cannot give what you don't have. And in what you do, where you're a comedian, you're an artist, if you're, if you're bogged down, if you're not happy, if you're not laughing, it's hard for you to provide that for somebody else. So it's very cool that you've been able to take that step back, re-energize your passion, and hopefully in the next year, we will be able to have joy in our lives from the work that you're doing right now. Thank you so much. So thank you for that. Wish you the best. And uh, for all of our listeners, you guys tune in next Thursday uh, for the next episode. Be sure to go to optimalperformance.com for the video version of this, um, links, show notes, and please head over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Let us know how much you like the show. Until then, we'll talk to you guys next Thursday.